Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Neil Haley Networks, I guess, Total Media Networks, Dr. Christopher Hall Show. Dr. Hall, how are you? I cannot believe we continue uh, to deal with these things, and we thank you for your service on the front lines. You said it's still not that bad in Alabama, but you're still at those emergency rooms risking your life dealing with COVID-19, and we really appreciate your service. No problem at all. Certainly uh, a pleasure I made, and, and I want to stand by it. And um, I'm very excited about our guest today uh, to help uh, lift the spirits of America. Oh, he will, and all over the world, and that's what we need, especially, is, is something that's going to get people excited and, and interested in great stories instead of all the stuff in the news, which is bad news. So go ahead and uh, introduce our guest. Well, no problem. Well, I'm very excited to introduce a veteran uh, actor of TV, film, and theater, uh, a writer, uh, has been uh, such TV shows as Max Out, Orange is the New Black, uh, starred in such films as uh, Super. Chris, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Yeah, we. Um, I'd like to introduce. Yeah, go ahead, Mr. You... Max Talisman. Hey, Max, what's going on? Thanks for uh, hey guys, how are you? Uh, thanks for uh, coming by. How are you surviving quarantine? Uh, we are twenty. I think it's day twenty-one. Alabama's not is starting to get to that quarantine level, but not as much as I'm in Pittsburgh and you're in LA. How are you dealing with all of it? Uh, with lots of chocolate and alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the problem you want to get your candy fix and your alcohol fix and you're just stuck yeah. you're stuck in this deal and you're like when is this going to be over groundhog day every day any and especially for you that as as an actor you're used to doing different events being different places yeah. hobnobbing auditioning and you're just here at your house it's got to be like what the heck's going on yeah, well, I actually moved apartments during the quarantine. Oh dear! So that's been that's been a whole other challenge because I um I've lived in New York City the last five years, and I moved to LA in January, and I was staying at my friend's house while I you know figured some stuff out, and then I moved into my permanent place April first, um, and I, none of my stuff from New York is here yet, so I'm just kind of. Like right now, I'm using a West Elm box from a chair as my desk. Oh, jeez. So. Oh, okay, we figuring understand. Hey, hey, you're figuring it out. We can hear the echo. You need to get some more furniture. I can listen to that. But that's okay. You're calling in. It's not like we're saying, hey, you're uh, one of our hosts. But I understand for sure, Max. And as the writer dealing with things, and at least you could kind of kill time, right? Because of your creativeness of wanting to write. So that's one thing. Mm. If you didn't have any creativity and you were just bored, it would be awful, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, I'm still bored, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I try to keep busy as much as possible. And it's, it's hard to, I mean, as a writer, you try to find inspiration in things, you know, and it's kind of a boring time to try to find inspiration in anything. But I've been, the one thing I've been doing for myself is I, I go for a drive once a day. Um, and I just kind of drive all around LA, you know, and um, different neighborhoods, different things, and just uh, try to take inspiration from that. Because, um, you know, it's a, it is a cool city. And to come from, you know, New York, which is just has like so much 
history in general, but then to come to LA, which really just has so much history based in the entertainment business, uh, it's a it's a different kind of inspiration. You know, uh, definitely. They're two different places. And Dr. Hall is from California. Wouldn't you agree, Dr. Hall? Different places in New York and L.A. or even where you are in Alabama. Completely different, right? Oh, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. And I've been to New York and uh, certainly live in Alabama now. So, yeah, they all have a different tributes and uh, uh, it's certainly very different. So. All right, Dr. Hall, first question for Max. Well, no problem. Well, Max. Um, you know, tell us a little bit about um, kind of like where you're from and, you know, how did you get into acting? Sure. So I'm, uh, I'm originally from right outside of Washington, D.C., uh, Bethesda, Maryland. I grew up there my entire life until I was 19. I um, basically just around, you know, uh, I always kind of knew that I wanted to be an actor from very young. I did my first show in general when I was in third grade, which was, um, you know, it was Lingmas School Edition, and I was understudy Gavroche. And then uh, I did my first, um, my first professional theater experience when I was 12. And then from there, I just kind of had, have been performing professionally and, you know, in different areas, theater, film, and TV ever since then. Yeah. So interesting. And when you talk about the difference between theater and film, when did you make that crossover? You started out in theater. When did you say, okay, I'm going to do some TV and film? Yeah. So I think um, it started to shift when I um, got a team in New York and I started going out for more film things. Because when I was in D.C., D.C. has an amazing theater um, scene, but they don't really have a thriving film industry yet. Uh, so I, my film opportunities were never there. Like I never auditioned for films in DC. So once I started, you know, going to New York and auditioning for films there and, you know, started working on stuff there, it, um, it just became clear to me that that was, that was more where my passions, you know, were they were they were more in film and tv and i love theater and theater is an amazing background for me to have but i i creatively i feel like i'm more um i'm more fed creatively through film and tv all right dr hall next question for great okay well well, no problem you know and, and, and and max has been very phenomenal in theater and film and well, you know, Max, tell us a little bit about um, Syracuse. I see where you uh, was kind of Speedy Gonzalez there. Uh, you mm-hmm. left B- back BFA in, in two years. Tell us a little bit about your experience there and, and how that has contributed to your, your acting career. For sure. Um, uh, well, I was at Syracuse University for two years. Uh, I didn't graduate. I, uh, I left after my sophomore year. Uh, you know, it's a... Uh, it was kind of a mix of the program and me. Uh, but I think at the end of the day, I just kind of felt like I, why I, I felt like I was, you know, treading water in a program when I could be, um, you know, trying to work in the real world. So I moved to New York and um, after my sophomore year and I was like, I'll give it a six month try. Kind of, Cause you know, a lot of people the first semester of their junior year were like, 
go abroad or something like that. So my abroad was me in New York City. And um, I, I was booking. And so I just decided after that that it was, you know, time to stay in New York. But um, Syracuse itself, it was, um, it was a great two years in a lot of ways. And in a lot of ways, it was a major struggle. I, I, my, some of my best friends in the world, I, who are still my best friends, I met at Syracuse. And, like, I'm incredibly grateful for those relationships because they, they are still my, you know, my greatest friends, my greatest collaborators. And so that is something that I will always be thankful for. And um, the food in Syracuse was actually super dope. So <laughs> I, um, I miss the food in Syracuse possibilities. Send me your recipes if you're listening. Um, but yeah, it was um, it was a kind of mixed bag of an experience. I uh, I felt like I learned a lot, but I felt like there were times where I was um, not learning as much as I could have in the real world. Uh, and um, it was uh, yeah, it was just a kind of interesting time. But during my sophomore year. Um, the actor Brian Dennehy came to do a master class with us. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And um, we, like, they picked, like, six people, names out of a hat for people who got to work with him. And I did. And um, it was this kind of, you know, it was a very formative thing, a very big moment, because first off, while he was there, and I know Syracuse was so mad that he said this kind of thing, but he was just like, he was basically like, entertainment schools are a waste of money. He was like, you guys should be working. Like, you should not be here. Like, you should be learning in the real world. Um, and then when I performed for him, that was kind of what he was saying again. He was like, you have a lot of natural raw talent. Um, you should be, you know, kind of in the real world. You should be, you know, letting yourself try that. And so... You know, to work with right. someone who had that kind of knowledge and to um, knowledge of the world, you know, someone who's been around forever and um, who's been acting forever and who's an incredible actor, you know. Um, so that moment was kind of a moment that really stuck with me when the things, when it was time to decide if I was staying or leaving. And that's that's the uh, interesting part. You kind of remind me in a way, except I did end up going back to school. Uh, I was professional wrestler, getting trained, and went then was doing it part time, and decided I'm going to go down south and try this for the summer as a professional wrestler. And then I didn't I didn't go back to undergrad for two years, and I took that time to learn my craft and work with the best in the world, and then decided to go back to school and do it you know locally again so it's a very interesting process because a lot of people will go make that that transition and jump into broadway or into into you know doing things in new york city and say am i going to make it is this going to be if i'm going to make it and then what kind of things did you say max okay i'm going to stick this out because you could have gotten the same thing okay i'm going to do this for a year oh no i'm going to go back to syracuse you must have known hey you know i have some real talent because there's so many people that try to break into acting and make it and get the opportunity to be in such interesting things that you've been able to in your career. What 
point did you say, okay, I got to keep doing this. This is going to be something I got to do. And I know I'm good enough to do it. And I made the right decision. Uh, I think it was, it was pretty, it was when I did Orange is the New Black and Super Dark Times, which was all over one fall in um, 2015. So I did those two things back to back. I booked them back to back. And um, it, after, you know, I booked both of those right in a row, I was just kind of like, okay, like I can work. You know, I can work and I can do good projects and projects that I love. And um, so after that, after those two bookings and the, the time working on that, I was, I was pretty sure that I was staying in New York, you know, for the, for the time being. And, I, and not just staying in New York, but I was working in a business. I wasn't going back to school yet. And then that's and that's the thing, Doctor Hall, that people don't understand. Once you book a couple of deals, it's not not everyone gets that booking. There's tons of people, Doctor Hall, that audition just to get that part that Max was able to get in those two shows, and then continue to move up the ladder from that opportunity, Doctor Hall. Exactly, and and you know what you find is that in a lot of fields, that burning desire to. Uh, to express yourself in your field. And you see that in business with uh, Bill Gates, who actually never finished college and went back. And then you see that with Steve Jobs, you know, the founder uh, of, of Apple. Um, mm-hmm. And so we see that in sports too, when they leave college early. And so honestly, you made the right decisions and you knew what you were doing. You had that burning desire. And so um, I'm very excited for you, Max. It's great. Thank you. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, Max, tell us a little bit about, you know, specifically after Orange is New Black, uh, some of the other projects you've done before we talk about the, your latest project. Sure, sure. So, I, um, the truth is that after Orange is New Black and Super Dark Times, um, I kind of took like a year-ish to, you know, focus on my writing just to, because uh, things were slow at that time. Um acting wise and so I focused on my writing for about a year and um then after that I came back and I did uh an episode of search party which is coming out this um next month it'll be on HBO Max and uh, I did an episode of uh the blacklist and um and then I did a, a small part in the new Jennifer Lopez movie marry me so that's what I was, that's what I worked on um, as of, you know, during the last year or so, yeah, before I moved to LA. See, that's some, that's some pretty impressive roles, and we'll kind of talk about specifically as experiences in three very, very interesting uh, features. Uh, Dr. Hall, do you have another question for Max? Oh, yeah, no doubt. Um, the, the question I really want to ask Max is, and, you know, we all have challenges in life. And, and, and you know, I'm a medical doctor, Mac, I work in the emergency room. And, and there are a lot of people who told me, you know what, it, it, you won't be able to do that. And I'm sure Mills has those experiences. And so um, tell us about any challenges that you've had like that, Mac, where, where someone uh, may have tried to be not as, as encouraging as they, they should have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, we, we, uh, we touched on my uh, time at Syracuse, and uh, I'll just say that there was definitely some teachers there who I think could have been more encouraging and um, could have been a little more constructive. Uh, I I believe that um, I'll just I uh, for background I am 
I have a hip disease in both of my hips. Uh, it's kind of, it's called like Perthes, but the rundown is that it's basically just like advanced arthritis in both of my hips. Uh, and I've had it ever since I was three years old. So there's just some things that I can't do. And so in like a class like movement in college, there were a lot of things that I was just unable to do. Wow. And you dealt with that. That's really tough. I mean, Max, for them not to understand those things. And there are people out there that would be really upset if they knew this, especially uh, you know, looking at specifically students that have a certain need, a physical need or a, spe or a special need that, that, that you should be accommodated and not treated that way, Max, that's terrible. For sure. Yeah. I think, I think I, um, the biggest thing was I, I actually did go through the student, the student disability services and I still felt like I wasn't being treated well. And so, um, and I not, not didn't feel, but it was, it was clear to me I wasn't being treated well. Um, and uh, I, I, I understand, like, I'm, a, I'm not a typical fit, you know, as an actor. I'm a character. I'm a, but I think right now in the business, that's, that's what's exciting is that people like me, are making exciting things right now, you know? But at Syracuse, they were more interested in this kind of cookie cutter kind of thing. Um, and so basically during my last, my last meeting with a teacher there, the reason why I decided to leave was he, um, basically he was like, you're, you're succeeding in what you're gonna be cast as and what you're gonna be working as, but that's not what we teach here. Oh, wow. That's terrible. I mean, this, isn't it? Dr. Hall and that stuff still happens. It's terrible. And and uh, definitely, I'm glad you shared this, Max. And uh, Dr. Hall, your thoughts and what you heard about Max. Well, I'm glad. And, yeah, it, 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 for sure. Yes, sir. It, yes, sir, Neil. And, see, and that's the thing. And that is the heroic part of this show. The inspirational part of this show is when we have people like Max who are heroic who sounds like may have had severe uh, juvenile rheumatoid arthritis, but has went on to show the world and show other people that I can do anything I want to do if I put my mind to it. So congratulations to you, Max. You're awesome. Thank you. Now, now Max, that. so before that, uh, so you talked about the blacklist, which must have been awesome to do that opportunity. And then you also talked about Search Party, you said on uh, HBO, right? Is that correct? Search party. Yeah, at the time it was on CBS, but then they shifted it to HBO Max. So okay. it'll be on their streaming service. Yeah. And then the other experience was with JLo. So tell us the three experiences, and those have got to have been amazing. The other ones were amazing before that, but after you took a little break to jump into those and do well in those, how they how did that feel for you? Uh, you know, it's, it felt great. It was kind of like, oh, I still got it, you know? <laughs> So it was, it was awesome. Was that search party was um, the first one and uh, I kind of jumped into it and uh, I, I loved the part. I loved the show, which was exciting. It was, I, not many people had watched the show, I think at the time, but I was very passionate about it. Uh, it was kind of this New York comedy millennial thing and I just thought it was hilarious. 
and really well done. So I was just really excited to work with the people who I got to work with, you know, Charles Rogers, Sarah Violet Bliss. And um, I just had a blast on that set. Um, yeah. So that was, that was a really, really great experience on that set. And then um, Blacklist was kind of insane. Um, you know, cause all of my scenes were with James Spader. And wow. so it yeah. was like this, it was one very long extended day of working with James Spader and um, he's just brilliant. I mean, he's so smart. He knows everything about everything. Like I, I screwed up one line the second I got there and he corrected me. And so I was like, Oh, okay. So I can't screw up again. Like he knows everything, <laughs> um, which is awesome. I mean, like you to be at that level and to still be that passionate, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome. It's inspiring. And um, so Great. he was, he was a really cool person to work with. And he was, you know, kind of my first experience with working with, you know, um, having scenes with someone who I, you know, knew from television or film, like someone who, you know, is famous, you know, who I highly, highly respected. And um, so that was just a really great experience working with him. And um, working with the guy who played my dad too on that show was really, really great. It was a great day. Fantastic. How about with JLo, the experience doing that, the movie? Sure, sure. So my scene actually wasn't with JLo. Um, she's, it's her movie, but my scene was with um, it's a romantic comedy between her and Owen Wilson. And so my scene was with Owen Wilson and Sarah Silverman. Um, and so that was also an incredible, awesome thing. I, uh, I hung out in a car with Sarah Silverman for a little bit, and she's just honestly the sweetest, most amazing human I've ever met. I was like, oh my God, you're incredible. Um, so much respect for her and Owen too, just very, very focused on the work, but also like, um, you know, very giving of his time to everyone on the set. It was, uh, it was a really great experience. It was a really fun time. And, um, I'm excited to see the movie when it comes out, you know? Um, so yeah. Wow. Awesome. And then also Max is, do you have any other projects? I think you have one, a film or something else coming out or writing that you're involved in. Yeah. Yeah. So I have my movie, which is called Things Like This, which um, is currently in pre-production. We're getting the cast together right now, and um, we're going to start shooting it this coming winter in New York, which will be really exciting because um, you know after this, the way this pandemic has you know really hit the greatest city in the world, in my opinion, it's um, it'll be exciting for me to um, make this movie there which this movie is in some ways kind of my love letter to New York um, after living there the last five years and, you know, growing up, going there. So it's um, really excited to go back this coming winter and um, give back to the city in the, in the best way I know how by making this movie and um, by bringing, hopefully by, you know, bringing people back to it by making this love story based in New York um, and so, yeah, so like I said, we're, we're getting our cast together. We have some really exciting people. Eric Roberts has signed on, which is awesome. That's fantastic. Um, he's an incredible, incredible talent. Um, my good friend, Charlie Tahan, who's a series regular, regular on Ozark, has signed on as well. 
huge fan of a huge fan of huge fan of Ozark, by the way. Yeah, huge. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, Charlie. Yeah, Charlie's the best. Uh, and so, really excited to have him as well. And then um, we, as the other co-lead, we cast uh, primetime Emmy nominee Miles Agmeyer, who's a incredibly talented actor, and um, kind of just like exactly what I had envisioned when I wrote the part. So that was awesome. He kind of. I met with him because we were represented by the same people. And um, so my agent had us meet just kind of as a, like meet my other client thing. And when I met him, I was like, holy shit, I need you to be in this movie. And um, sent him the, the sides and I got them back a few days later, the audition tape. And I was just like, right away, I, I, I offered him the part. So, uh, so yeah, so it was, um, that was, it's, it's all coming together in a really exciting way. Um, there's a few more casting things that will be happening over the next few weeks, but that I can't talk about right now, but that, that are also extremely, extremely exciting. And, um, so we're, you know, we're plugging forward and we're looking forward to filming and it's, 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 I'm really excited. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. Well, con congrats on that success for sure. And the continued growth. And it looks like all these experiences are phenomenal for you. Dr. Hall, go ahead and summarize Max for us. My pleasure. And so there you have it. We have Max, a heroic figure who has risen up from our nation's capital, who has won that classic historical battle between good and evil and who now is uh, uh, showing the world that no matter what the challenges are, uh, that we can do what we put our mind to. So uh, I salute Max, and I'm looking forward to all this work coming out. Thanks for coming on the show, Max. Thank you so much for having me, guys. It's so much fun. Max, you need, also need to connect with Vincent D'Onofrio. Do you know he's doing a lot of work with uh, special um, special needs actors or you know actors with disabilities? Did you know about that out in New York? No, I didn't. No. I'll shoot you our interview. We did because uh, I have your cell, and I'll I'll text you our interview so you could see that as well, so you guys can connect you and Vincent. I think it would be so great to be involved in something with Vincent. Awesome. That sounds great. All right. Well, guys, thanks. It was a great show for sure. Uh, appreciate you coming on, Max. Uh, you're very inspiring, and keep up the great work. And best of luck with your next project. And we'll stay in touch and have you back for sure. Okay. Thank you so much, man. Really appreciate it. All right. Take care, Thank guys. You. All right. Thanks. All okay. Right. Okay, guys. All right. That was the Dr. Christopher Hall Show, everybody.